Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and I don't need to remind you that we have all been living in challenging times. If you're feeling weary and you want to get back to the heart of worship without performance, striving, or turning on your calorie counter, then I invite you to join our new fitness program, Songs of Ascent, 21 Days of Walking Prayer. If you don't have a regular exercise routine, this program is the perfect place to start. Or if you're like me and need to get back in touch with movement that isn't about counting calories, strength gains, weight loss, or closing the rings on your watch, then this program is for you. Now you might think of prayer happening on your knees or in a chair, but something transformative happens in our brains and our bodies when we move our feet and hear God's truth. As we start to think and say new things, what feels stuck inside of us gets unlocked. For 21 days, you'll bring your body and your mind closer to God as you journey through Psalms 120 to 134, the Songs of Ascent. Each day you'll be invited to walk and pray through the scripture with an instructional audio recording as your guide. You'll learn proper walking form, avoid muscle aches and fatigue, and you'll learn to breathe better as you walk. But most importantly, you will be transformed as you move your feet and pray. Movement is a simple act given to us by God that we might draw closer to Him and further away from the cares that weigh us down. Your joy will be restored for prayer and you'll receive a fresh heart for worship. Whatever your fitness level, let us help you experience God's presence in movement and develop healthy habits around prayer. Let's cease worrying about moving numbers on the scale. Instead, through prayer, let's move mountains with God. Let's get back to the simple joy of movement and closer to the heart of God. So come, join thousands of people around the world as we spend 21 days moving our hearts and bodies closer to God. Sign up for Songs of Ascent 21 Days of Walking Prayer today. All right, everyone, this is it, the final week to sign up for our new program that kicks off next Monday, Songs of Ascent, 21 Days of Walking Prayer. You are invited to join thousands of people around the world, literally thousands of people all over, are going to join us for 21 days of moving our bodies and our hearts closer to God through walking prayer. Find a friend and let's do this program together. You guys, any donation amount gets you in. Any tax deductible, deductible donation amount gets you in. And if you give $1,000 or more, then you will be in my Saturday morning restorative stretch and care group. Oh, just the thought of, I already know the kind of goodness and restorative care we're gonna do with that Saturday and I can't wait. And even if you're just doing the walking, it is going to be restorative. I promise you, we've got to get back to the simple joy of movement and rhythmically moving our body as we step left and right and hear the word of God. Our hearts are going to be transformed. I promise you. So don't delay. I get so many stories of people that said, oh, I didn't know it closed. It closes. Our signups close this Thursday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is like four days away, depending on when you're hearing this. So swipe up on the show notes, click the link and donate now. Don't 
don't let the enemy distract you or do that thing where you're like, I'll do that later because we get too many people that miss out and then they are just upset and it makes me so sad. So don't fall into that category. We will make the program available after it closes, but you'll have to pay a cost for it. And I'd rather you feel the gift of the donation and get the tax deductible credit and all the good stuff of, of starting with us together next Monday. Okay, so there you go. Click the link. This is going to be such a reset time, a gentle, tender and empowering time of grace that literally sweeps us off our feet and draws us closer to the heart of God. All right, you guys have a good time today. We're going to continue in the book of First Corinthians. It just keeps getting better. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right. Take a big breath through the nose. Inhale. And exhale out the mouth. Do a few of those. Open your eyes. Look around. Observe your atmosphere. Your environment. Okay? All right, you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to have a good time today. Here's the deal. When you decide you're going to do an entire book of the Bible, you're going to go from chapter one to the ending chapter, whatever book, you got to know that means you're going to you're going to take the whole counsel of that particular book. So we're going to do that today. And we need to do that with the Bible. Take the whole counsel. What we're seeing more and more today is this buffet style. Picking and choosing what we want, what feels comfortable, or how about this? What we understand. And there's nothing wrong with knowledge. But remember, it's a tree from which we were not to eat from. That tree of knowledge of good and evil. It leads to us wanting to be God. So, let's all begin with a big fat confession and repentance before I jump into chapter 11 today of 1 Corinthians. God, here we are, prone to want to be God. We really love control, God. We really love understanding. It makes us feel safe. We're battling sin here, Lord, and you know it. Thank you for your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. When we raise ourselves up higher than the knowledge of Christ. So, God, use your word today to encourage us, not to discourage us, to bring us together as the body of Christ. It was Jesus' high priestly prayer that we would be one and not part and parceling your word <laughs> or declaring we have the complete knowledge of counsel of the word. God, we are all groping towards you. So help us in the presence of the hard-hearted, the religious people that really want control and knowledge to your glory, God. We assume the best of them <laughs> and help us where we are prone 
to just throw things away and make up our own gospel. Come and have your way. <laughs> God, I ask this chapter, just do something different with it for us. Do something that stimulates new neurons in our brain to look and think more like the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, right? Isn't that the big, the big ask, God? Whatever we read, whatever we take in of you, just make, it, make us more like Christ. And that's what Paul constantly getting after in Corinth. There's all kinds of crazy things happening. Corinth is modern day, first world places where we are free to worship God. And the truth is, back then, they weren't as free as we are, we are now. There was greater persecution in the early church. And now we have all kinds of liberties. So, we must be aware that it can't mean for us today what it didn't mean for them. That's what Matt Chandler likes to say, and I agree with that. And we must leave room for the change in culture. First Corinthians 11, Paul kind of gives us an insight into some cultural things that were going on. It's like if I came here and started talking about threshing wheat and plowing crops, we, we have a hard time with that now because we, we have come along in our ability, in our resources, to make bread. But remember, this was written, God comes into human history. And the whole point is to make us more like Him. So, 1 Corinthians 11, 1, one verse today, Paul says, Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. That's it. <laughs> Paul saying, listen, all I'm doing, I'm just keeping my focus on Christ, knowing more about him, finding him in his word, living it out. And I'm doing that, so imitate me as I do that. And if we all do that together, we will have unity, right? Because Paul's just finishing up 1 Corinthians 10, where he's talking about do everything to the glory of God. He's talking about the idols. And that's the truth. Anything we worship raise higher than the goodness, the love of God, which stands with his truth. We are creating idols for ourselves. The idol of knowledge, the idol of religion, the idol of marriage, the idol of sex. So be imitators of me as I am of Christ. That is literally the verse today, but now we're gonna jump in to this chapter. Because 1 Corinthians 11 has two portions. Paul's writing this letter. He addresses two things, head coverings, 
<laughs> like coverings that should be worn on women's head and the Lord's Supper. Now, I just want to say, to this day, according to commentaries, this is still some of the most confusing and highly debated chapters of the Bible, along with 1 Corinthians 14.33 and Galatians 3.26 and 1 Timothy 2nd, or chapter 2, which at first read, it can seem very oppressive and a demeaning passage about women, that women should, quote, know their place, submit and shut up. <laughs> That's funny. Here you are with a woman that will not shut up. But true to everything we do here at Revelation Wellness, let's believe the best about God's word. Believing the best will never lead us to oppress. Little Johnny Cochran, when we believe the best, we will never be led to oppress others. This needs to be said of men and women as we jump into a head covering situation, as we jump into a cultural conversation. Men lift women high, believe the best in them, love them as Christ loved the church. Women honor these men, submit to their godly leadership, submit to their leadership. Now, I'm not here to say, I'm going to say it again. If you are being abused physically, mentally, emotionally, seek help, get counsel. But if you are married to an unbeliever and you are just feeling oppression, stop. Believe the best in God. Believe the best in them. Imitate Christ. See the bigger picture. Get your strength and know where it comes from. Accelerate. 30 seconds. Go. Three, two, one, pull back. Paul says, now I commend you because you remember me in everything and maintain the traditions even as I delivered them to you. Verse three, but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ and the head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. Accelerate, 30 seconds, go. Come on, lift your head. I want you to smile. Don't get stuck in the mud. Three, two, one, 30 seconds. Here's what I love about the Bible. It invites us into real moments in real time with real people. 
Paul was trying to settle some big issues, like where wisdom comes from, the spirit and not the world. He's addressing a division in the church, idolatry, food being offered to idols, causing others to stumble. He's coming after pride. Accelerate, 30 seconds. <laughs> Sexual immorality and whether or not to marry or not marry because it was leading people to sexual immorality. They were doing crazy things that even the pagans were agog about. So, those are big issues, guys. And in the middle of a big issue book, Paul inserts, pull back 30 seconds. These smaller things, now here's the deal. By chapter 11, there's some sort of hearsay evidence that has come to Paul from a visitor in Ephesus. So, because it says in verse 18, I hear that when you come together as a church. So he's getting reports about some things going on. Now the Bible is very clear about the works of the flesh, sexual immorality, greed, idolatry. I want you to settle in towards your best steady work effort that you can hold. But by chapter 11, this is not a main thing, gospel thing. We're stepping in and looking at culture. We got some women who are not wearing head coverings in the church. And in that time, it was proper that when a woman was in the presence, that she would cover her head. It was a symbol of submission, not just to a man, her husband, but to the God who the husband is also submitted to. It's a picture of order. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. The order of something, the order and organization of something does never, never equals order of value and importance. Everyone has a role. Because Paul's going to get at that in 1 Corinthians 12 coming up about spiritual gifts in the body. See, here's the deal. This whole 1 Corinthians 11, this, whether wife covers her head or not, and the Lord's Supper, what we have are people who are partaking in the Lord's Supper in a, in a very flippant way, trite way. There are some of them, I think it even says this. Hold on, let me find it. Hold on, hold on. Breathe, easy. Verse 29, for anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body, meaning without remembering. The Lord's Supper is for remembering Christ, remembering. Remember I've talked about that? We rejoin ourselves to Christ, and in Him is unity of spirit and the bond of peace, where everyone takes their place. And it sounds like some of these people were 
treating it like a frat party. <laughs> Just getting together, having a little juice, having a little wine. And they were doing it without respect for the Lord's sacrifice. It was just disrespectful. And I would kind of sum this whole thing up. Chapter 11 is about a disrespect issue in the culture of that time. When it comes to head coverings, it was a manner. Now, the ultimate message of the head coverings, it's this verse that we're gonna head, just stick on. You guys got to go read 1 Corinthians 11 for yourself, and you'll see it. I love that some of you are reading before you go move your body. Accelerate. Come on. Breathe, 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 breathe. For man was not made from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman but woman for man. That is why a wife ought to have a symbol of authority on her head because of the angels. Nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. <laughs> for as woman was made from man, man is born of woman and all things are from God. Accelerate. Come on, go. Go. For seconds. Come on. Smile. Don't be so offendable. Come on, trust God, love people. You mix those two up, you're in danger. Pull back. All right, so, verse, chapter 11 is Paul stepping into the picture like a father. He's including teachings regarding table manners talking about the bigger family issues on the table, like sex, marriage, pride, lust, idolatry. Do we get it? Listen, is a woman gonna go to hell because she doesn't wear a head covering? No, these are not salvation issues. Accelerate. Is a woman gonna go to hell? because she preaches the gospel? I sure hope not, or I'm done. But here's the thing, there are people that believe that today. They're out there, come on. Love the hell out of them. Pull back, here's what I know. You can't outdo one another in honor and love. You can't. You can't. So a woman who is being loved and honored and valued by her husband, 
she ain't gonna have any problem putting on a hat or whatever it is that symbolizes externally the posture of her internal heart her internal posture but if we don't feel that and that's both sexes man woman not loved honored valued then we start acting out in sideways ways and we get prideful come on there is an order to this we need order now when it says that hold on let me find it hold your hold your effort neither was man created for woman but woman for man yeah that's true in the beginning God created the man first and from the man we were created there was an order there was an order to creation in the beginning God said let there be light and then expanse and then birds and fish creation that then would have us come in man and from man woman to subdue and take dominion he said that to both of them not just to man let us make man and women in our image let them have dominion but every Thing of power and dominion needs order everyone don't despise the order but if you are a woman who has been oppressed I understand you have an overactive limbic brain I get it but here we are today working out our salvation so that we can get in order that the hand is the hand the foot is the foot the mouth is the mouth the eyes are the eyes take your places that's what i feel like paul's trying to say everyone take your place take your place man don't try to be a woman woman don't try to be a man we all come under christ all things are from god Come on, accelerate, go. Keep leading into it, be uncomfortable. Verse 11, nevertheless, in the Lord, woman is not independent of man, nor man of woman. Pull back. Hear that? There's some order. So Paul, like a father, this is a table manner chapter. But see, some people have made this like hell and damnation if we get it wrong it's just not 
The point of the gospel is never, ever division. Man, it's Christ, God, Yahweh. God's story changing and forming history. Get in on the story. Don't get stuck in the bibliography, <laughs> arguing small things. But I stand behind Paul in this, that there's an order. And it's not one to be despised. But it will feel that way if you've been hurt, if you've been oppressed. And women, let's remember this. To a woman, Jesus first unveiled himself as the Messiah. To a woman, he came. Uh huh. High value. He knows that in this time, women are nothing. So he goes, you know what? I get the women. I'm coming. I'm going to reveal myself to the women. I also believe we're living in a time, maybe it's just my environment, the people I'm surrounded by. I know there are a lot of you here that Christ has captured your heart and you're now married in a marriage with a husband who doesn't understand and might even feel jealous of your love for God. Hang in there. <laughs> Keep revving. Keep forgiving. Keep believing. And I know it's going to feel lonely. I know it. That's the lie of suffering, though, is that you're all alone. No, you're not. <laughs> Greater are the children of the desolate woman. Greater are the blessings. You are all here because of my desolation seasons promise you I could have been offended and grown weary and weary and given up but Christ revealed himself to me what else was I gonna do keep the main thing the main thing take your place serve outdo one another in honor come on this is our last Working song. Said I woke up to the summer. Yeah. Shining throat. Calling up my friends. Be a seven. On a scale of one to ten. Be a seven. You're, you have to have your mouth open to breathe, but you can keep it shut for a little bit. It won't kill you. For man was not made from woman, but woman from man. And now verse 9, neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. We are the helpers, guys. And here's the deal. It, it works out great. If we were both, like, if God said, no, your roles are exactly the same. There's no place where men take a place and women take a place. We would spend our whole life arguing about our places. But God puts us in order, in a place. Every war that's going to be fought well needs order. So your pride, any pride. See, now men, we've got some men feeling threatened by women who rise up. 
and preach the gospel. In Jesus' name, calm your limbic brain. We're here to help. <laughs> we're here to help. We're here to do what we were told we were here to do, to help. And now to women who want to rule the day, who want nothing or no one to submit to, calm your limbic brain. Submit. Back to verse 1. Imitate Christ. Humble yourself. This is why later, leading a quiet and humble life, recover. Let's just wind it up. A couple songs, nice and easy. So, in review, women were showing up and worshiping God without head coverings, this symbol that was appropriate at that time. It was what was expected at that time, put on this head covering. Now, some legalistic fundamentals will say, we should still be doing that. Remember I said it can't mean for us now what it didn't mean for them now. It's not about doing what they did then. We wouldn't advance. We wouldn't have blessings. We'd all still be threshing our own wheat and planting our own fields. God is the God of progress, blessings, resources, creativity, fashion, culture. He's the God of it all. To God be all the glory, right? But it's what did it mean at that time? The meaning there was this symbol of honor and submission. So this is like us today talking about whether or not we should be allowing iPhones into church, our phones into church, right? I don't think we're going to be able to police that. But you sure hope when the pastor's talking, your sign of respect is you're not sitting there working on emails. Come on. Shoot, if Paul was to write today, I have a feeling he'd be talking about our phones. <laughs> he'd be entering in to the current cultural conversation of etiquette, honor, submitting ourselves casting down pride, right? Pride would say, well, I got an email to send. I'm a very busy person. You're lucky I'm here. What? And a woman in this time with pride in her heart, she would be resistant. Or maybe just not knowing too, right? Assume the best. Maybe some women just didn't know because we've got a lot of converts. So Paul's just stepping in talking some table manners and the same thing remember all things are from God imitate Christ all things are from God in the Lord's Supper table manners I guess today what I'm here to say 
kind. Don't be stupid. Don't be rude. Come on. You know, it's just those moments when as a, your mother will be like, stop that. <laughs> You're not going to hell for it, but it's just not becoming of you. You're better than that. You're better than that. So in the Lord's Supper, again, some people, there's not enough food to go around. Some people are taking communion without respect of what it means. Yeah, they're just, remember, we know this about Corinthians, they're being crazy. <laughs> they're doing anything they want to do, calling it freedom, that everything's permissible for them. And Paul's like, no, stop it. Remember, verse 24, Jesus said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Not as a good social reason to get together and get drunk or gluttonous. Because it says in verse 21, for in eating, each one goes ahead with his own meal. One goes hungry, another gets drunk. It's a frat party. And Paul, like a good father, is going, stop that. It's not becoming of you. So I guess what I'm here today to say is, let's not get caught with our prideful hearts lifted up. Submit them down. Listen, if I go to another church where it is their culture to wear headdresses, I'll put it on. Like Paul said, I'll become all things to all people so that I might win some for Christ. I'll do that. It's because I know who I am. So these things, these cultural mandates, they don't make me less than who I am because who I am has been defined in eternity, stamped and sealed the blood of Jesus so I'll take my place what's the order of organization I'll take my place come on breathe thank you God that you have broken your body for us you broke your body so we could be whole in each generation, in each time on this earth, you have chosen this time for us. So as we see the feminist spirit rising up in anger, we say, Lord, have mercy on us, the sinners. And as we see the oppression, the hypersexualization of women, the commodity that they have become by the men of the earth, we say, Lord, have mercy on us, the sinners. We seek your face. We repent. Now come and heal our land. And may there be such order and peace in our homes that we are not contending for first place. That we are fine and perfectly content with the role we play because we are sealed in identity in you. It cannot be taken. So thank you, God, for refocusing us on the get-to of sharing and spreading the gospel. We do all of this right now in remembrance of you. 
thank you for pouring out your blood. Come, let us be It'll imitators be right. of Christ. In Sleep Jesus' exactly name, amen. It'll be all right. I'm right here, my child. It'll be all right. I won't go anywhere. It'll be all right. You're in the palm of my hand. It'll be all right. My arms are wrapped around you. It'll be all right. While you sleep, I watch over you. It'll be all right. I'll take care of your loved ones. It'll be all right. Your future's in my hands. It'll be all right. Your past is forgiven. It'll be all right. Your future is secure. It'll be all right. I forgive you. It'll be all right. I'm your friend that's this closer than a brother. It'll be all right. Sleep now. For when the morning comes, my mercies will be new. It'll be all right.